So I hope you grabbed you something cool to drink on today, whether that's an iced tea, some cold water, or maybe you got you a hot latte. I don't know what you have, but today, guess what I'm talking about? I'm talking about favor ain't fair. How many times that you wake up into an opportunity in your lives and you knew it wasn't nothing but the grace of God that opened that door to you because it should have been given to someone else that was more qualified than you or some job opportunity came or some business opportunity came and all the right doors were open up to you. That's called favor. And that's the title of today's episode favor. So today we're going to open up the scriptures on favor and talk about how it applies in this season of your life. I tell you, if you just stay tuned and grounded in God in this season, God's going to continue to bless you in the area of favor and show you how no matter what you're doing, God's going to continue to operate in the area of favor concerning you in your life. Today's scriptures are going to be coming out of Romans 11 and 6. And Romans 11 and 6 reads like this. If it is by God's grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would be no longer grace. I'm going to read that again. If it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. You say, okay, so what does that mean? First, you have to understand what grace is and even to appreciate the scripture. We all know that grace is God's free and unmerited favor towards sinful man or sinful humanity. So if we know that God's grace is this unmerited favor towards us. When we look at the scripture, we know that it's not something that we can work for. If it was something that we could work for, then there's no reason for God to give it to us. It wouldn't be so awesome. Remember the initial uh, conversation that I had coming into the conversation with you on today? I said, you knew that you had this opportunity. This door was open to you and you weren't even qualified for it. You were like, whoa, wait a minute. There's no way I could have gotten this. That's what makes it such an aha moment. You already know you you did you shouldn't have gotten it. And that's how God's unmerited favor is. He's giving you something freely that you shouldn't have even received. So th- let's go a little bit deeper into there. When I think of God's grace on my life, it's not something that I could have earned. But on the contrary, when people don't understand God's grace and God's true attributes, sometimes they truly think they can earn God's grace and and they confuse what salvation really is. Now, in order to appreciate salvation, because we must take some steps backwards 
and understand salvation. Salvation is us being saved and pardoned of our sins. So God is saving us. He's pardoning us of our sins. He's doing that because he loves us. He's doing that because he cares for us. He's doing that because he doesn't want to see us entangled in a world of sin. So now he's giving that salvation to us freely. He's redeeming us. And we find ourselves receiving this grace. Remember, I said it's God's free, unmerited favor towards a sinful man. We are sinful. There's nothing we can do to get ourselves from entangled in into in that sin. So he gives us this grace freely. Grace is something that we cannot do for ourselves, because this is the thing. If we could get ourselves out of sin, we would have already did it. A long time ago, if it, a lot of the things that we find ourselves entangled in the problems of day to day lives, we would have pulled ourselves out of you can take a basic situation. Let's take a uh, domestic violence. A person that's in a cycle of domestic violence. It, people say on the outside looking in, well, why don't that person just get out of it? Why don't they just leave? Or someone that's um, addicted to alcohol, why, why don't they just stop drinking? This is a cycle, a vicious cycle. It's not something that you can just stop. There is a process that needs to happen. But God understands that because he can see the big picture. But it's through his grace and his love and his unmerited favor that he's able to pull us out of the snares of addiction. And he can love us when we don't even love ourselves, meaning that when we are picking up that alcoholic drink and we know that it's bad for us, or we're going back to that lover that we know does not love us. He says, okay, my grace is sufficient to cover you in this time when you don't know what's good for you. I, I'm going to cover you. I'm going to love you. That's what I'm saying. When you don't have the ability to do certain things for yourself, you don't know that that's bad for you, but I know that it's bad for you. So I'm creating a solution to this problem. And it might not be an overnight solution. But there's a process that he's taking you through and renewing your mind and doing all these different things. So eventually you'll have the ability to walk away from that bad relationship as you continue to get to know him more and learn his attributes and learn what true love is. You'll eventually put that alcoholic beverage down as he continues to renew your mind and teach you. You don't need to go to that alcoholic beverage. The root of the problem is that you might have had a, a mother who abandoned you or you might have had some issues with uh the divorce and now you are being uh big enough in your spirit to look at the root of the problem so you're no longer going to that you're coming to him and he's showing you what the real issues are and he's loving them out of you see God's grace is so awesome it gets to the heart of the matter this is why I love it and and it's and it's the favor of it See what, what it does is when we're going to take that alcoholic so when that alcoholic is ensnared and God is pulling him out of that situation and taking him through his process, then now he's, let's say he's done. He's out of the addiction. He's walking freely in the, in the world is trying to penalize him for what ha has happened in his past. God will open up an opportunity for him. And you might see him two or three years later. Now he's a motivational speaker speaking to people on ways that they can get out of addiction. That's how grace works. 
That's how grace works. It'll take a situation. It, it takes uh, ashes and turn them to beauty. It took that. See what I mean? How it took that bad situation that, and it just turned it beautiful. And you didn't even have any idea when you looked at it from the outside, what was really going on with that alcoholic that he was ensnared inside of a whole bunch of, it's like a, uh, I look at it like a ball of yarn. You're just entangled and you don't even know where to begin to get this person from being so entangled and snared and sin. But the father, the man, Master knows how to unravel this piece of yarn without tearing this person apart. He knows how to unravel it in such a way. And, and he's so strategic with it and so precise with his Holy Spirit to, to not tear anything apart, to unravel it in such a technical and precise way. And then get that person to a place where they are whole and then show the world that he had a plan all along work it to completion and take that alcoholic bring him through the process and now he shows the world that this person was meant to be a motivational speaker all along and when you thought and, and the people who walked away from him and wouldn't help this person get through the process that the lord stayed with him all the time that's why when you hear older people say if it wasn't for the lord who was on my side where would i be that's what that means when, when they say say if it wasn't for the Lord who was on my side where would I be see that uh, that addict knew when he's up there speaking from a place of passion that there was times when he was by himself and there was times when he was holding that alcoholic bottle and he didn't know what he was going to do and when Paul says that there's a way that seems right but he find himself doing the wrong thing that's what I'm talking about that's when the scriptures begin to dance and come to life to, for you see there was times when that addict was uh, he wanted to do the right thing but he find himself doing the wrong thing and he's looking back over his life and he's saying, you know what, as he's speaking passionately to a crowd of people who might be still ensnared by the enemy. And he's telling them, just walk out your process. Just trust the Lord. God's on your side. He's not going to do anything to harm you. Just trust him. And he's going to bring you on the other side of through. And when he brings you on the other side of through, bringing you through your Red Sea, he's going to, he's going to bless you. And then when he's done, he's going to use you. He's going to put you on the Mount so you can begin to speak. And then when you begin to speak, you don't forget to bring other people out of and tell them how how awesome God did it. Tell them the true testimony. Don't try to clean it up or cover it up because we have a tendency to do that. When God has showed his grace and unmerited favor, awesome in our lives, we'll go back and tell the testimony, but we'll try to take out the pieces we don't want anybody to know. You know how we do. We don't want them to know the, the part that, you know, the most important part. See, this is what you got to get on today. The Your, te your whole testimony is important. You can't uh, downgrade the pieces that you think people People won't accept God delivered you out of the whole thing the muck in the mire there's a reason he needs them to know the muck in the mire because that person out there that needs to be delivered they need to be delivered from the muck in the mire they don't need you to tell the cleaned up virgin they don't need the uncensored virgin they need the unadulterated the rated R version the part that you were stuck in that God brought you out of that's when God's going to see you high 
him, himself, they're going to see God high and lifted up in the unadulterated virgin. See, sometimes I can, I can speak to it with passion on today because sometimes when you're speaking over a podcast, you're speaking over a pulpit. And I've had many times teaching in the prisons and teaching these people. And I have to think, and the enemy will begin to deal with my mind and say, you know, maybe you don't want to say that because then they can hold that against you. But I'm here on today to set somebody free. You need to speak the unadulterated virgin because that's what's going to bring God glory. The truth. God wants the truth. That's what he is. Spirit and truth. He can't get no glory from you trying to help him out. He can only get glory from you speaking the unadulterated truth of God. And then he will be glorified high and lifted up. And then that truth is what's going to be the born arrow to that person that needs to receive it heart. It's going to hit it right on target and it's going to bless them. When I say y'all, it's going to bless them. It's going to turn them around on today. It's going to set some people free. You want to know why people aren't getting set free as much as they could be? I'm not saying that they're totally not getting set free free because that would be a hyperbole I'm, I'm saying that we could be setting more souls free on today like never before just like people are signing up for Facebook constantly or Spotify or Pandora like they people are signing up for all these social media platforms we could be winning souls to Christ just like that if we would start to tell the uncensored unadulterated version of our testimony and it's begin to take our boring arrows and shoot things on target and stop worrying about ourselves in the matter and just really worry about God's business getting done here on earth because the Holy Spirit will do the work God will do the increase and people will begin to receive the love of God they'll see that you know what wow when I looked at you all dressed up like that I would have never thought that you've been through that and that is what's going to uh, grab somebody and bring them to Christ because then they're going to say, wow, I would have never thought, you know, uh, brother so-and-so, sister so-and-so, when I saw you owning this business or I, I saw you with your family and your kids and stuff, I would have never thought you had a son in prison. I would have never thought you went through that. I would have never thought you suffered betrayal in your marriage. I would have never thought you used to be a cocaine addict. I would have never thought you used to uh, sell your body on the streets. I would have never thought. But on today, I know there's a God. And from here on out, I want to hear what you got to say about your God. And from here on today, I want to follow him just like Naomi and Ruth. See, people will follow certain things when it's authentic and it's not a carbon copy. So on today, as I get ready to close this thing out, I want you to be the true version of you, not the true version of someone else, not a carbon copy. Be the true version of you. Find your unique self in this season because that's who God's going to favor. Your true authentic you. He wants to bless you. And I decree and declare that the true version of you will be blessed in this season like never before. It will be exponentially blessed. Doors will be open that man cannot shut. When God says yes, that's all you need is a true authentic yes from God. That stamp takes you in places that no man can shed. Ask yourself these questions on today. Do you think that God only loves you when you're good? Because people oftentimes think that God only loves them when they're good. If you think that you miss grace altogether. 
because grace covers you when you're uh, in the muck, in the mire. That's why your testimony to tell the truth is so important. Do you think God chose you because you deserved it? Because guess what? We're sinful nature. All of us deserve to be gone. It says the wages of sin is death. And what that means is we all should have been gone. So we don't deserve nothing. There's nothing we can do to prove ourselves to God. He loves us because he loves us. And you have to get that in your mind. I don't care if you get in a shower, take, uh, and, and, and just keep telling yourself, God loves me because of who I am. And when you say who I am, that don't mean you with the accomplishments you've done. You as a mother that bakes great uh, Oreo stack cookies, you baking cakes, you cause you're the great wife, you cause you're the pastor's wife or whoever. You cause you're the number one dad who makes great barbecue. He loves you because you're a sinner. That's what I need you to get in the shower and say, matter of fact, get off this podcast, look in the mirror, Close the door in the bathroom, have a one-on-one with yourself and say, God loves me because I'm a sinner. Because when you do that, then it really resonates in your heart and you really understand that the father loves you. He loves you in your dirty robes. And then he takes you and he washes you up and makes you clean, pats you on the head and says, I love you. I got something over here for you. I got some things to tell you. I don't care what everybody's told you about you, but let me show you what's in the photo album about you. This is what I set in the beginning of time for you. I knew you. I know every hair on your head. This is you. This is you before they put everything on your hard drive and you uploaded all those apps and and it told you you were supposed to be this and you were supposed to be that. This is you, daughter. This is you, son. This is you, father. This is you, mother. This is you, grandfather. This is you before they put all the titles on you and told you you was a bishop and you was an apostle and you was an evangelist and you were all these things. This is you. I dare you to get back to what God said you were. Before you became all that stuff, all those uh, nouns, adjectives, just let God tell you who you are. Do you think God chose you because uh, some specific behavior you did? If so, you missed it again. On today, I want you to get back to why God gave grace it's because of his unmarried he loves it's freely it's freely it's freely it's something you could not do for yourself it's his pleasure and the awesome thing about grace it can only be accepted and you can only when when, when it's accepted you can only be thankful for it and give praise for it. That's the awesome thing about grace. There's there's no other choice in it. When grace is given, it's given freely. So you can, you just, you're thankful for it. And, and you just give praise to him for it. That's why you enter his gates with praise and thanksgiving. Because he's done so much for you. He's been so good to you. What else do you say to a God that's amazing? What else can you say to a God that's sovereign? What else can you say to a God that loves you beyond yourself? 
He loved you when you were making mistakes. What do you say to someone so awesome and beautiful? You just say, thank you. So I'm going to end today's podcast with saying, go back. Thank God. And understand his grace is given to you freely. You can't earn it. There's nothing you've done for it. He gives it simply because he loves you.